Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Dude Who Like Movies. I am Dan, it's been a while, and... I am not dead, but still here. And, uh, yeah, I had something funny, but... Yeah, uh, not feeling it. I just got out of class. Right. Uh, so yeah, I'm Dan, this is Alec, and, uh... Is it? I don't know. Is it Alec? You tell me. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, so just kind of like, it's been a while since we've done this, um... God, I think it was the Star Wars one. Well, we did the, the first of the year thing, it was like the... Oh, uh, yeah, that's right, we did, I forgot, but, um, I forgot about that one. So, I, long story short, I was working a job that required a lot of my time, and I didn't have any time to do the podcast, really. So, um, long story short, I'm not working that anymore, and it's not because of just wanting to do the podcast. There were obviously some other reasons, but still. Um, not working there anymore, so I have more time to do the podcast now. So and I'm quitting my job and working a part-time morning one, so yay. Yeah, so new beginnings, new year, new us. So uh, let's get into, we are going to talk about the Oscar nominations. Oh, heck yeah. So we'll just give a little bit of our impressions as to, you know, we'll, we'll read the nominees and then I guess we'll go into who we... Like who we would pick, yeah. and then we'll go into you know who we think's gonna win. And some of these we haven't watched though. That I, is, yeah. I, I I've been working five days a week, and the other two I've been going to school. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about you. And Dan, obviously, you've been working. You know, yeah. your mornings. So like, it's like I don't really want to go see a movie. God, right I can't now. remember even the last movie I saw besides Star Wars. I mean, to be from, honest. Yeah, me too. I think that was the last one I watched. Because I mean, honestly, I've just been you know binging TV shows on Netflix because like I literally have no time to go out and watch them. Like I just been, finished The Witcher, and I've been rewatching a show called Last Kingdom. Which I've been I watching watch. a lot of. Um, Disney Plus, uh, the Imagineer story. It's yeah. actually really good. I would recommend it. It's a documentary just all about the Disney parks and the people who like made them. That and, actually like, does seem pretty cool. It, it's really cool. They go into like this whole. Um, I don't know. They just go into all the behind the scenes stuff about all the Disney parks. Yeah. You know, from Disneyland to you know Shanghai Disneyland that opened like five years ago or something like that. That so, sounds fucking cool. Anyway, so Honestly. let's let's you want to start at the top and go to the bottom, or do you want to start yeah. at the bottom? Where do, where do you want to start at? Like which category? That's what I mean. Do you want to do the big ones first or start at the bottom? I think we should start small and get into big, you know. Start okay. Out. So we'll do, like, some of these ones I know, like, for example, sound editing and sound mixing. Yeah, I know some people were kind of just, like, I'll try my best to explain them because I know what they are. Yeah. But Some people will be like, ah, who cares? But it's like, we get it. You want the big ones. Also, some of these, like I said, we haven't seen all these movies, so we kind of can't really. Like, yeah, like, for example, for me, I have not seen Two Popes yet. Yeah. But as an example. Anyway. So. Uh, I think I can make a good pick on this. So, best visual effects. The nominees are Avengers Endgame, The Irishman, The Lion King, 1917, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Now, we are, for visuals, we did see Rise and Endgame. I saw The Irishman. And you, you did watch The Irishman. And I did see Lion King, which... I had no desire, but that's it, beyond it, the point. It, it's just a shot for shot. Remaking the CG. Honest yeah. to God. 1917, hopefully I'm going to see that tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I think that's the plan for us to see it tomorrow. Yeah, but anyway. We'll see. But um, So my pick for this is Avengers Endgame. Mine too. But here's the thing. Last year, my pick was Infinity War for visual effects, and they ended up giving it to First Man for whatever reason. First so Man. I feel like they're going to do something stupid and give it to like the Irishman. Listen, I, I, I think for visually, the Irishman, it's more like that 50s, 60s aesthetic. It's not... You know, it's it's pleasing to the eye, but I think if you're going for literal 
masterpiece of visuals and achievement, I think it should go to Endgame. I mean, yeah, especially at the end scene where they had the giant fight. Mm-hmm. All that, you know, I think well, that that should probably. Like, you know, even the little things you don't even notice. Like, when you see old Captain America, I'm like, wait, is that really the actor? Yeah, or? That's, yeah that's the thing. So it's like, it, it's the CG. You don't know if it's CGI. Because, like, some some movies you can tell heavily when it's CGI. Yeah. With that one, you're, like obviously there's you can, some parts you can... It's, like, obviously like the circles when everyone's, like, walking out and flying. It's, like, all yeah. the monsters. Yeah, that's obviously CGI. It's not real. Well, I mean, obviously Thanos is not real. Yeah, and obviously Thanos, too. But it's so good and there's no rips there's no mm-hmm. you know none of that it is gone over it's not it's like, very believable it's very believable like if if he were to stand in front of you you think wow he, yeah that's the actual it's, guy yeah so it's, um it's not like they're magnum opus obviously but it's a stunning achievement in terms of visual effects out of all of these you know uh, I, I, I agree with you i could see them giving it to star wars but you know they haven't given it to star wars the last two times so I don't, it's not going to go to star wars i don't think no, but. I don't think it. Well, Star Wars did look stunning, but it, it just it wasn't on Endgame's level. Yeah, but let's. Uh, I'll just finish it with this. I'm gonna be pissed if they give it to the Lion King. Just saying. Uh, me too. So, anyway, um, so then we got best film editing. So film editing is something I love. I think most people kind of know what editing is. I mean, I, mean, I remember you showed me when we did your things for Smad. Let me go to. Yeah, we we did. Um, let me go to. The, I, I got it right here if you want to look. But I got. Um, in terms of editing, it's just, you know, how you cut a scene, how the scene flows, how it feels. You can make or break a movie by editing it. Basically. So, the nominees are Ford v. Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, and Parasite. Now, so, I have seen Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, and Joker. I've not seen Ford v. Ferrari or Parasite. Me neither. And I haven't seen The Irishman, but I've seen bits and pieces of it. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I think it should go to Jojo Rabbit simply for just the way it flows like joker it had to take its time because Mm -hmm. it's obviously a character study but the flow of jojo rabbit and it just it went really nicely i think Mm -hmm. in my opinion because i remember watching it and it was like i said it was my number two of the year i liked it a lot some of the you know like with editing you can make a scene that's really dark, really kind of funny by the way you cut it. Like the whole, you know, how Hitler, how Hitler, how Hitler. Yeah. It's really, because if you look at it, it's a scene about the Gestapo coming and, and searching this house. And and then in Joker, the fu- the, uh, the funny editing scene was, in my opinion, was the scene where he shot those three guys who were bullying mm-hmm. him. I thought that was just went by so quick and so funny. He started mm-hmm. dancing after. Yeah, that was a little it, weird. It, it, was, it was disturbing. But the way that it looked, they cut it, it was great. Oh, yeah. But I think... It was a li- it was slow for a reason, mm-hmm. and I, but Jojo Rabbit had a nice flow to oh, it. Yeah. it. They didn't slow it well, like they had to for the story. So my question to you is: Do you think Jojo Rabbit's going to win? Because I know that's your point. Or that's, I that's want your pick. it. To, I want it to. But in all honesty, if the Oscar, it might go to Parasite because I have heard nothing but praise for Parasite. You know, because I've heard yeah. it flows nice. I've heard the story's good, and I mean, I don't know. Dylan watched it. And he's, he's watched it three times. He said it's a fantastic movie. I got to see it. But in my opinion, it's probably going to go to Parasite. But I want it to go to Jojo Rabbit. I um, I do not disagree with you on Jojo Rabbit. I don't know if I'd necessarily pick it, though. What would you pick, um, in your opinion? Out of the ones I've seen, probably The Irishman. Mm-hmm. 
it slightly edges. I think I'm kind of like 51, 49 percent on well, Irishman and Jojo Rabbit. Well, then again, it is a but, it is an achievement for a three and a half hour movie. Well, I was gonna say it, it does feel a little long, but still, like the scenes don't feel slow. If that makes sense, there's just a lot of story. Mm. And um, also, I just feel like the the Academy might just give it to the Irishman anyway. Yeah, they might. Because, I mean, it's the same editor, uh, Thelma Schoonmaker. She's worked with. I think Scorsese on like all of his films, barring like a few exceptions, um, since at least Taxi Driver. If that's the case, then I mean, because all if it's since then, because I think what's coming out, Raging Bull. Uh, what's another good she, one? Which I think she won for Raging Bull, and I'm pretty sure she won for. So I know um, Raging Bull did. I know that. I know she won Best Editing for Raging Bull, and I think she got another one for maybe Goodfellas. If it's. That's another thing too is that editors and directors have a really good relationship. I can um actually. But we don't have to worry about it right now. Okay, anyway. I was gonna say I could just click on her thing and check it. Well, I'll tell you right now, she won for *Raging Bull*, *The Aviator*, and *The Departed*. There you go. *Departed*. That was the one I was thinking of. I could um, not remember it for the life of me, and I was like, it came out in '06. Right. So next we got costume design. Costume. Um, I've seen all of these except one. And I'll tell you exactly what my pick is. So, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. For me, Once Upon a Time. Yep, that's my pick, too. Once Mine Upon too. a Time in Hollywood. Because <laughs> well, it, it looks exactly like the 60s. Honest to God, from the cars down to the carrot. They had Sharon Tate. They had, you know, Roman Polanski. Bruce they, Lee. Bruce Lee. It was a serious orgy of 60s right mm-hmm. in your face. Even... Well, like, like even like the 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 Leo when they're doing like the bounty even, law, like the 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 fifties show, the TV show, it looked great. It looked like the Rifleman, like mm-hmm. the the show, the real show Rifleman. It looked just yeah. like it. Yeah. So that's my pick for yeah. costume design. Yeah. I think they would. I I feel like they might go with Little Women just because it's a period piece. Maybe even Joker, but in, I would. Well, Joker, there wasn't a lot of costumes. You know. I don't know. I feel like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a safe bet. It's it's definitely my pick, but. My if if you if they gave it to Little Women, I wouldn't be surprised just because it's a period piece. They always give them the things. Yeah, because like and there's a lot more like colors going on. Uh, so then we got makeup and hairstyling. The nominees are Bombshell, Joker, Judy, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, and 1917. So we haven't seen 1917. I haven't seen Maleficent. I haven't seen Judy, and I haven't seen Bombshell. That one's that one's gonna be. It, it's probably gonna go to Joker, to be honest. That or Judy, I think, because it's the Judy Garland movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't really feel like spending too much time on this one. Yeah, because really, makeup and hairstyling is not my thing. I mean, it's not that it isn't. It's, it's just like it's, I haven't it's, seen it, a lot of these movies, yeah, so I can't so really like, give an opinion. Especially movies like Maleficent, I wouldn't watch that myself. Yeah, I, I feel like they're gonna probably either give it to Joker or Judy, but that's just me. Mm. Cinematography. There we go. Um, there is a good one we know. This one, I feel like uh, I feel like I know what you pick, but let's go ahead. The Irishman, yeah. Joker, Lighthouse. 1917 and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, I know what you're thinking, but no, you're wrong. You know why? What do you think I'm... What my, do you think my, think? Who, who do you think mine is? I thought you were going to say Joker. Nope. Okay. So Cinematography, you, I have to say to The Lighthouse. I was going to say, did you see The Lighthouse? I saw um, half the movie. I have to finish it because I had class, but... Yeah. Th- this, the black and white, and they had the Willem Dafoe and how... <clears throat> It just, it looks like an old, like, I like old movies. Well, obviously. I've heard it's, like, basically a new classic. It, it, it It's, like, <laughs> there's one scene I saw where Willem Dafoe was, get, was, like, talking about his cooking with Robert Pattinson. He's like, 
He liked my cooking. He yelled a giant curse on him. And it was... It, the way it looked, the lighting, it looked mm-hmm. like a movie from, like, 1940, 1950. Like, yeah. Casablanca-esque is yeah. what I call it. And it's just... For me, because I like I have a connection to old movies, I love like Humphrey Bogart and shit. Yeah. For that, I just really like that aesthetic, because it was, well, it wasn't like you know it would, they could have done with the color, but I think the black and white really struck home the madness. Yeah. So that's why I think the cinematography should go to that. A runner-up, probably Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for the reasons we talked about before. There's that um, that '60s orgy right there. You know, so my. I, I agree with you on the lighthouse. I haven't seen it, but I've, I've I definitely believe your case that you're saying. Yeah. Um, I feel it might go to 1917 because one of the things about that movie I've heard is that it's all supposed to be shot like in one shot. And that, I, like I th- that happened for The Revenant. It happened for uh, Birdman. It well, happened for. I thought for... they said that they had edited it that way so it looked like it wasn't. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not obviously one continuous shot, yeah. but. That's like so you have to like move the camera continuously through like a battlefield or something like yeah. that. And I don't know. I feel like they might do that. They might, but I guess it's a, that one's I guess a wait and see kind of thing. Yeah, but I can, and Roger Deakins is a great cinematographer. So yeah, um, but I could also see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, like you said, for the reasons you said. Uh, then we got production design, which is like how the movie looks and how it you know. I don't know, just sets, the way it... I don't know, the way it looks is, I guess, production that's, that's about right, the way it yeah. looks. Just, like, the you know the colors and the way they set up everything. Just the sets and the... the yeah. yeah. So, I would say... Um, so, the nominees, Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite, my pick, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep, me too. Because it, it's just, everything looks authentically 60s, and it's y- just... Y- it's, you would think you're trapped back then. Yeah. Like, you would think that they actually... Because, like, didn't they shut down, like, a lot of Hollywood to actually, like, film it and remodel it to look like they, the 60s? They did and... shut down some parts of the city. That's why a lot of the buildings were redone. Mm-hmm. And, well, I it's mean, like there's shots of that... him going on the highway, and it looks like the 60s highway. Yeah, because, like, they have... like It's smaller, and the cars... It's not like, you know, they blurred them out, a lot of mm-hmm. them. They did do some, obviously, but for a majority of it, you don't see, like, oh, a 2008 or a... 2020 you see like oh this could be like a 63 tempest or something well and then also too they i'm pretty sure that the house that sharon tate was actually murdered and she and those people um they i think that house got demolished so they had to like recreate it or something i think it may have been unless they kept it as a museum no no they definitely i think it's not in a museum i'm pretty sure you think you think they demolished it because i'm not sure well i know that trent reznor lived in it for like a couple years it must have been terrifying. No, he did it on purpose. But anyway. Oh, my God. Uh, so that's just what I think is going to win. And I I could see it going to 1917. It could go to Parasite 2 based on what I've heard, but I have to watch it. Yep. So here we go. Sound mixing. This is basically just like the levels of the sound and how they all flow together, things like that. Get to that. <clears throat> so Ad Astra, Ford v. Ferrari, Joker, 1917. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I'll tell you right off the bat, I'm just going to pick 1917 because war movies usually win these categories. Yeah, especially if they have the you know the explosions and the gunshots mm-hmm. and all that. It's like you know the levels of, of the audio and like what you're being and forced we're, we're, to listen gonna... to at higher speeds. And then the same thing with sound editing, which sound editing is what what you're hearing. So like sound mixing is the levels, but sound editing is what you're hearing when you're hearing it. Yeah. And so, Ford v. Ferrari, Joker, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker are the nominees for sound editing. I'm picking 1917 just because. Sound editing. Like I said, war movies, Dunkirk won both of these two years ago. 
Well, then again, they do have Ford Ferrari, and I haven't seen it, but I I have heard that it has a decent soundtrack. I so can see it. There's, there's a possibility. Um, currently, Bohemian Rhapsody has it, so I mean, okay. you never we'll know. We'll see what happens. But anyway, what's the next one? Uh, best original song. So I haven't heard a lot of these. I've heard a couple of them. Original song or score? Song. Okay. So, um, I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away from Toy Story 4, Randy Newman. Then I'm Gonna Love Me Again, Elton John and Bernie Taupin from Rocket Man. Hmm. I'm Standing With You from Breakthrough, Diane Warren. Into the Unknown, Frozen 2 uh, by Christian Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez. And then Stand Up from Harriet. That movie came out? (laughs) No, I... No, I, I li- that must have just passed over here. I think it just came out like last month or something. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because anyway. like, I actually did want to see that movie. Yeah. The Harriet Tubman then, movie. I did too. Uh, Stand Up from Harriet, Music and Lyrics. Uh, just yeah. Joshua. Yeah, Brian Campbell and Cynthia Ervo. Um, I like, I like, I can't let you throw yourself away because I just like Toy Story and I thought it was a nice little cute song. I think it's going to go to Frozen 2 simply yeah. based on the popularity of Frozen. It's a good song though. I like it better than Let It Go. I, I've heard it over at the Walmart radio when it came out mm-hmm. at least a thousand times. I Because like they it. played it every time. Oh, I, I'd believe you. So, honestly, I like it, though. I mean, that I assume is going to get... I mean, if it's that popular, they play it like, nonstop, I assume. It's, I could see the Rocket Man one getting it, but I think it's going to be the Frozen one. Yeah, me too. Okay. Uh, best original score. So this is like orchestras and stuff. Right, get to that. Um, I, okay, so we got Joker, Little, Little Women, Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Star Wars. Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. I wanted I would, to go to Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker because John Williams is the man. Um, I think it's gonna go to Randy Newman for Marriage Story. I haven't seen Marriage Story. I've heard some of the music, and I mean, the it's a it's not like a complicated movie, from what Dylan's told me. Uh, but the score, I he said it goes in really well. Okay. So I would have to say. Based on the movie, from what I've been told about it, because I'm going to watch it, you know, probably yeah. this coming week if, with my new job coming, so I will have at least three days off. So I think I'm, it's probably going to go to that just based on, you know, because it's not like, you know, Star Wars where they have to have a score that's huge because a, it's a big movie. Yeah. This is like a small, confined, you know, it, so it's more fine-tuned. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I just... I would really love, I love John Williams. I want him to get another one. So uh, I yeah, that'd be my second choice. I mean, I know right. Hildar um, Unitori for mm-hmm. Joker. It could be another good one because I mean that was a haunting movie. The music was oh yeah oh yeah fit right in. But it could go to that. You never know. It could, but it, I think it's gonna for me. I want I think Marriage Story should okay. get it. Um. So then these next ones, these next five, really we haven't. We can't really have an opinion because we haven't seen any of the nominees. Like, like any. The, like the documentary one, I've, so, I haven't okay, seen we got a single one. Best animated short film, I haven't seen any of these ones. Wait, let me check the animated movies, let me see. Oh, we're going to do animated movies because we've seen those. But oh, oh, wait, wait, which one are you talking about? I'm talking about animated short film, live oh, action short film. Nope, haven't done it. I, so we haven't seen any of the films or nominees from so animated we, short film or live action short film. I have not seen anything from documentary short, short subject. I have not seen anything from documentary feature. I'm pretty sure. I I have seen only uh, one, or no, I've seen two actually now of the international films. Which one was that? Les Miserables, which is, it's, you know, it's not the, um, what do I want to call it? Not the, uh, not like the 2012 one where, you know, they did the, you know, revolutionary Mm -hmm. France kind of stuff. And then 
I did see about an hour of Corpus Christi. It's a Polish movie. Okay, well, you can talk about this if you would like to. Well, I think we should... Uh, I think it'd be kind of boring, because, I mean, like I said, Les Miserables, it was good, but it wasn't, like, you know, anything that was, in my opinion... Um, okay. What I want to say, anything that was... I, I will say this. I think it's going to go to Parasite, because every... Like, the same with last year. Romo was the one that everyone was, like, going off about on yeah. Netflix. And that was in Spanish. And, you know, I thought, oh, it might actually win Best Picture. And now it, it went to International, but it didn't get Best Picture. But so uh, then, it's a modern twist. That's all I can say. That's what I wanted to say. That's why I could not finish. Uh, sorry. It's okay. It's my fault. I was trying to say it was a modern kind of thing with Les Miserables. So it was nothing real special, in my okay. opinion. Uh, so then, what's that? <sighs> sorry, it's 11.30 when we're recording this. Uh, so, animated feature film, the nominees are How to Train Your Dragon 3, yep. I Lost My Body, Klaus, I think? Yeah. yeah that's Missing Link, one. Missing Link, and then Toy Story 4. So, I Lost My Body was actually pretty interesting. It's on Netflix. I didn't see it, um, but I heard Klaus is pretty good. I know that's on Netflix, because that's a Rome, uh, Russian... It, it's it's based on Russian, but they had Norm MacDonald in it. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, that obviously makes me want to see <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that makes me... Yeah, no. um, so, I think it's going to be... Toy Story 4, but also Missing Link won the uh, Golden Globe. Did so it really? It, could. I've, I, it looked good. It looked like I wanted to see it. I just never got the chance. Me but, neither. Plus, Toy Story 4, I like it. It's just not as good as 3 or 2, you know? Mm. And 3 obviously deserved it, but I I could see them giving it, giving it to 4. But at the same time... I, I, I can go with number 4, maybe How to Train Your Dragon. I was going to say that, or Missing Link has a chance of beating Toy Story 4. Yeah. But that's just my opinion. Okay. Yeah. All right. So adapted screenplay. Adapted means it's based on something that's already been established, like a, like a book or something. Yeah. So then we got The Irishman. Um, then we got Jojo Rabbit. Actually, I probably should say what they're based off of. So Irishman was based off a book called I Heard You Paint Houses um, by Charles Brandt. Jojo Rabbit was based on the novel Caging Skies by Christine Lunens. I think that's how you say it. Uh, Joker was, you know, the comic book based off of. Little Women, based off the novel Little Women, and then The Two Popes was based on his play The Pope. Okay. Um, so, I could see Joker getting it, I could see Little Women getting it, or I could see The Irishman getting it. I don't think Little Women, just because it's a remake of a remake of a remake of a remake of a book. Yeah. So, I, I think there's just too many of them to piss somebody's like, oh, well, you did something different. No. It, you, it's literally the same thing. I could see that. And then, well, it could go to The Irishman... But actually, Jojo Rabbit or Joker, I think. I I want it to go to Joker, obviously. I could see it happening, you know. Uh, but again, I mean, there's not it really one. Go I, to Jojo. But there's, there's not really one I want to win in this category. Yeah, I don't there's, really there's feel multiple ones I want to win, obviously. But I think I think adapted screenplay should go to. Uh, I think it's probably going to go to Joker or Jojo Rabbit or The Irishman. So mm. uh, then original screenplay, so they came up with it on their own. Knives Out. Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. I would have to say for me, Parasite, based on what Dylan told me, Knives Out was fantastic, and Once Upon a Time was good. And I, I feel like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's more of a performance-driven movie. It's, it's not really a script-driven movie. Yeah, because I feel like it's like one of those movies, because they do a lot of references, like, unless you're in like the business, or you're a fan of the business, you Or you grew up in the 60s, then yeah. So, like, yeah, so... I don't think he's going to get it for that, but I could definitely see Marriage Story getting it or um, Parasite. Or I can see Knives Out, too. 
So there's three that we. I mean, I wouldn't care if either one got it. Nineteen seventeen. I, I don't gets think it? Knives Out would get it. I think if anything, Parasite or Marriage Story is like the two that I would bet money on. I would bet money on Marriage Story and Parasite. I would throw Nineteen Seventeen into that ring too. I'm not sure about that, but I anyway. don't know. But hey, you never know. All right, so now we're going to the acting categories. So acting. we'll do uh, ladies first. We'll do supporting, and then yeah. So supporting actress, we have Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, Laura Dern in Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson in Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh in Little Women, and Margot Robbie in Bombshell. I believe my pick. So okay, my pick. Is Scarlett Johansson Mine for too. Jojo Rabbit. Mine too. Yeah, I thought she did really, really good in that movie. She was fantastic. But I believe it, just based off of the Golden Globes and the SAG and all the things that I've been hearing, it's probably going to go to Laura Dern. You think it's going to be Laura Dern? From Marriage Story. That's just what I've heard. So. I mean. I need to watch that movie. Me too. Based on what I've heard about the movie, I can, I can live with that. I can yeah. see it. I, I think it would probably go to her, but I really would love Scarlett Johansson to get it. Anyway, so then supporting actor, uh, we're going to... So Tom Hanks for Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins, Two Popes, Al Pacino in The Irishman, and Joe Pesci in The Irishman, and then Brad Pitt, Once Met a Time in Hollywood. Uh, your pick, sir. I would love either Joe Pesci or Tom Hanks. I liked them both. I feel like Joe Pesci didn't really do a whole lot to deserve a nomination in The Irishman. Because one of my favorite things ever in the world is Goodfellas, watching Joe Pesci scream out "mother effer" all the time, and I, I just you know, I, get, go get your shine box, mother, and just you know, I I, I know that, that that was Joe Pesci that was, was, that was he, he gave a really subtle, nuanced performance in this That's movie. Because he's he's an older man too. Like, he's already got an Oscar, you know. He won I, it for Goodfellas. Oh, I know. Yeah. He, I and he was also I can't believe he was actually nominated for my cousin Vinny. Oh, Did you sense. know that? He was. Uh, I know that. Yeah. Mar- What's her name? Marissa Tomei. She actually won for that movie. Yeah, I know. Anyway. That's, that's why they split the categories up. Anyway, um, I could see it going to Tom Hanks. Um, I mean, if you saw Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Oh, he did a really good performance. Oh my god, I loved that. I. It was a good movie. That movie kept my attention the whole. T- I did not look away. There was no slow parts where I was like, "Oh come on," I was. Eyes oh no! I, I really whole time. I really liked it. I would not be upset if he got it. Um, but my pick is Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You really think so? Well, I yeah. thought he did a really good performance. He played a good supporting character where his job is not, you know, to be the leading man, but to kind of support Leonardo DiCaprio and also, you know. Also, it's kind of funny the whole thing with Bruce Lee. Here he's like, "If I kill you, then it's then it's like something." He's like, it's "My like, hands are registered as legal." Uh, Lethal weapons. If I kill you, it's a crime. It's like yeah, anyone yeah, who kills it's, anyone it's, it's is a crime. crime. It's called manslaughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was funny. So. so yeah, my pick is Brad Pitt, but I think Tom Hanks uh, could Tom get Hanks, it. Possibly Joe Pesci. I think. Yeah, I'll be pissed if Anthony Hopkins gets it. I mean, I haven't seen two posts, no so point. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so then best actress. So we got Cynthia Erivo. Oh, apparently she wrote the song for that movie. I think. Did she? Yeah, and Harriet. Anyway. Um, she played Harriet Tubman. She got nominated for the Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story. Sir, I gotta say this right. Saoirse Roman, Ronan? Yeah. In Little Women. Then Charlize Theron in Bombshell. And then Renee Zellweger, Zellweger as Judy Garland and Judy. Um, my pick. <clears throat> I've not seen any of these movies, unfortunately. But if we had to do it based on, I think, popularity and knowledge of the actresses. 
and just the buzz that I'm hearing. Yeah. My picks, like, so it's going to come down to two, these two, I think. Okay. Scarlett Johansson yeah, and Renee Zoller. I was actually going to say uh, Scarlett and Charlie's Theron. But see, then again... See, we, I haven't heard anything too special about Bombshell. I, I haven't... I did want to see it. I've heard, though, Charlie's Theron did a good performance. Oh, I yeah. have not heard... Anything about Little Women or Harriet, which is a shame because I didn't even know like. Well, Harriet I didn't even know out. when Harriet was coming out, but I knew Little I Women came out. I think around Christmas, and I and I I didn't again. Either. It was one of those things I didn't have time. I just didn't. I just I've seen Little Women before, and it's just going to be another remake. So I just you know it's like I already I mean, know the story. Emily kind of wanted to see it. Now I said I wouldn't be against seeing it. Yeah. Um, it's just we never had time. Right, but, but I mean, if I could see Harriet because I really wanted to watch it, I'd probably change my opinion, but I haven't watched it. Marriage Story, I mean, it's Scarlett Johansson, and you see some of those clips on... You I've know, seen a clip. Uh, you see them on like Facebook where it's like script readings, like yeah, mine yeah. pop up and suggested, like it was one script where... Script to screen, yeah. It was, they were, it was Adam Driver and her, and they were talking. The argument it, scene. The yeah. argument scene. It was yeah. powerful. She, so I could see Scarlett Johansson or Renee Zellweger getting it. Yeah. Um, I would prefer Scarlett to get it just because she uh, she doesn't have an Oscar yet, and I think she'd be really she, cool because I think she, most well, everyone she, she does deserve it because I mean she's she was in a lot of good movies these last mm-hmm. couple of years, and I mean I'm mm-hmm. surprised she hasn't gotten one. Anyway, uh, so then we got Best Actor: Antonio Banderas in Pain and Glory, Leo Leo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver in Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix in Joker. And Jonathan Price. So I know your pick is Joaquin. Yes, it's Joaquin or Adam Driver. Joaquin or Adam Driver. Yes, I I was going to say that exact thing. It's going to be either Adam Driver or Joaquin Phoenix. Please be Joaquin Phoenix. Come on, Academy. He deserves it. I think we could actually have a tie. They've tied before. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it was 1968 or 69. It was actress uh, Barbara Streisand and Katherine Hepburn tied for whatever movies they did that year. Honestly, I I don't I doubt that it, it's probably not going to happen. But, but 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 there is that possibility. Leo DiCaprio did good. I liked him, but I mean that whole scene with him in the in the when he's playing the bad guy on the TV show. Yeah. So he's a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Oh my god. He uh, he did a really good performance. I, it's he did. just you know I I think. I, obviously, I think Joaquin is a pretty good bet. I don't th- think he's guaranteed, but I think he's a pretty good bet. I think they might give it to Adam Driver. Yeah. I, would you be pissed if they gave it to Adam Driver? No, God, no. Okay. Antonio Banderas has, I mean, he's he's been doing small projects, I think. I mean, he hasn't done... I, I don't of, think he's going to get it. I don't but. think he's... He hasn't done a lot of big things. I mean, the last big thing, like, I remember seeing him in when I was a kid, and that was Spy Kids. Uh, Shrek 2. He was in Shrek. Oh, that's right. He did Puss in Boots. So Actually, he did the Puss in Boots movie that came out like ten years ago. But. So yeah, so he hasn't. He's been not been doing much. But I haven't seen Pain and Glory. But I mean, I would not be against him if 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 he were to get it. Just so. based on who he is, yeah. Yeah. So then we got Best Director. I know what you're gonna pick. Um, but I I honestly would give oh, a different. So we got Marty Scorsese for The Irishman. Obviously. Todd Phillips for Joker. Sam Mendes for 1917. Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and then Bong Joon Ho. Ho? Yep, Bong Joon-ho. For Parasite. I would pick... Honestly, I feel like this is the toughest category to choose. It, it is. Like, I I want my, <clears throat> my man, my favorite director of all time, Martin Scorsese, to win. But then again, Todd Phillips, who did, uh, I think it was 8 Mile. Mm-hmm. He, no, he didn't do 8 Mile. What movie was the one he did that was really good? Todd Phillips. Uh, 
What do you mean in terms of... Like, he did the Hangover movies. He did Old School. He did Starsky and Hutch. He did... That's it. Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. That one was a good movie. I liked it. Oh, yeah. I liked it, too. But, um... Why do I think he did Hate Mile? But anyway... Honestly, I feel like any one of them could win. But... I mean, yeah. I mean, like, Bong Joon-ho, he did Snowpiercer, which is a fan. He did Snowpiercer? He's the guy I did, love that movie. He's the guy who did Snowpiercer. That yeah. was a really good movie. That was a great movie. Yeah. And Koreans are doing really good in film, so honestly, <clears throat> if, if he were to get it, I would be happy. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino, obviously, who doesn't like Quentin Tarantino? Sam Mendes, I haven't seen I think if Tarantino were going to win Best Director for any of his movies, it would be this one, because the direction in that movie is very tight. Mm-hmm. You know, it he, really is. Um, Sam Mendes, I don't know a lot about him. Todd Phillips, I mean, Joker's one of my favorites, and Martin Scorsese. I feel like if, I love a lot if of you movies. made me choose the top three, it's going to be Scorsese, Todd Phillips, or Tarantino. Yeah, um, I, I can see it. Bong Joon, he might get it thrown in. Maybe he might, you know, dethrone They They, they rarely ever give it to foreign directors. I mean, I, know, they, they, I take that back. The last, like, five years, they gave it to three Hispanic directors. It was... God, um, Guillermo del Toro, Alfonso Cuaron, and... Um, what were they, foreign from like a different country, or were they just like Spanish? Another country. Oh, they're... Wait, Guillermo del Toro, I thought he was born he's, in California. No, he was born in Mexico. I thought he was in California. Mexico. And oh, same wow. with Alfonso Cuaron and... Um, what the hell is his name? Alejandro Gonzalez Iñárritu, I think that's his name. I, I know you're talking about. Yeah, he did Birdman. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought, wow, damn! I always thought like Guillermo's from uh, like Southern California. Well, I think he lives there now, but he, uh, yeah. I thought he was from there. So I don't know it. It could really, it could go to any one of them. I'm not sure. So. I, that one, if I wanted to go to Martin, obviously, mm-hmm. I love Martin Scorsese movies. But if it were to go to <clears throat> say Bong, or if it were to go to Quentin, I would not be mad. Yeah, I mean, I don't really think it's a. It's I, a I wouldn't be happy. It's like. You cannot be unhappy because you liked all the movies. Yeah. Well, I, obviously we haven't seen Parasite, but yeah. I've seen all the other ones except for 1917. I'll take that back. Anyway, so now we got a uh, Best Picture. So the oh nominees. Oh my god, this one's Ford, Ford v. Ferrari, Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. So... I go ahead and give me your, give me your I, pick. You know... Give, I, me, give I, me what you would like and then what you think is going to win. I would like the Joker, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we watched it, I fell in love. With <laughs> it's that one of those movie. movies we saw it in like the first couple rows because we we went there on like a day when um, we thought no one was gonna it was a Monday. Yeah, we yeah. thought no one was going to be there, and the, like I think school was canceled, and so everyone was there. Yeah, and, yeah. the class, schools were canceled because we went at like noon on a Monday. <laughs> yeah, schools were canceled, and it was I think they were it was because it was getting close to Halloween, or it was a work day or something. It was, anyway, it was yeah. something weird, but. We saw it in the front row and we still loved it. So. Oh my god. It just, it was a fantastic character study. It's like you took King of Comedy and you mixed it in with Taxi Driver. But, um. Well, if, based would, on that logic, then I don't think Todd Phillips is going to win. I would like that movie to win. I just said. Well, I'm talking about for director. I don't oh, think. Because he. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. But anyway, I want the Joker to win. But, 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 they might give it to. They might give it to the Irishman. They might give it to 1917. I mean, so, I mean, Marriage Story I've heard solid, but when, I think if they're going for the scope of a story, mm-hmm. like the, well, the let me ask thing, you, when's when's the last? Sorry, finish what you're saying. If you're if you're talking about scope, like mm-hmm. where it's not, you know, because Marriage Story is obviously centered around two divorcing people and their struggle. Yeah, people can relate to that, but 
they want something I think for best picture what most movies are it's like a broad story that encompasses a lot of ranges of themes and emotion and drags it all into a movie mm-hmm. and people relate to it in more than one way so that's why I think I really want Joker to get it but I think it might go to Irishman um, or Marriage Story Marriage Story or not to so, Marriage Story 1917 so I, regarding 1917 when's the last time a war movie won Best Picture I'm trying to think like I legit am asking because oh god let me let me check uh, I can't think of it being in the last like 10 years I don't think Unless you count Argo, which was about the Iranian. Okay, here here are the movies. These are war movies. There's only it's only showing me about. Come on, won't show me the last two, but it says right here, found on the web from war movies that won Best Picture. I know Patton did. Patton, I know. Schindler's List, Bridge the, on the River Kwai, Bridge on the River Kwai, Hurt Locker, The Longest. The Hurt State, Locker, that's the one. And Brave, so Hurt Locker, Oh Platoon, Braveheart. Hurt Locker, Schindler's List, Patton, The Longest Day. So, Hurt Locker was the last one. That was like 10 years ago. I don't know. It... Oh, oh, wow. So, that just popped up when I clicked on it. Ah, uh, 1917. They, I think they want it so, to win. So, honestly, I feel like the best picture out of all these nominees, the one that I liked the most out of all of these, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right. That would be my pick. If you had me... If you had, to if I was the one who decided who won who won this category, I would say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I wouldn't be mad about that choice. I've seen it twice. <clears throat> As for what I think they're going to give it to, I could see Joker. Yeah. I could see The Irishman, and I could see 1917. You know what I could also see though? Now thinking about it, Parasite, because of the the whole divide between rich and poor. You know, that's the story. Let's, yeah, I'm going to get into a whole thing about how Hollywood's so up their own ass right I, now. But, that, you know. no, yeah, okay, Mr. Gervais, now can we... Uh, we can get into that in a little <laughs> no, bit. No, no, but, but, but they could do it based on the story of that movie. Well, everyone thought Roma was going to win last year because that was all about being poor in Mexico. And Didn't it win? No, it went to Green Book. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's and people right. got pissed, and I'm like, I, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, but here's the thing. This is from a really, really well-known director in Korea. Roma was a was um, international, right? The international film. I guess. So I think this is from a really respected director. So there, there, there's a shot. It's not like he has no fighting chance. Oh yeah, but no, I think if if it would come down to two between two of them. Yeah. Oh God, it's really hard. You'd but say, you're <sighs> you had you said. I really think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood has a cho- has a chance. Okay, so let's say that's so it's between that and what would your second one be? So these are the two titans going at it. God, I want to say Joker, but I don't know if they would do it because I feel like the Irishman is just the safer choice. Yeah, because of all the the paranoia that the, all that all the movie caused. Well, it's not even just that, but just like oh, it's Scorsese, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, Al Pacino. It's, yeah, the, the 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 good old boys. Mm-hmm. It's just like, and it's a gangster movie and. And oh, Goodfellas didn't win back in 1990, so this is our chance to redeem it. I'm like, this movie is not as good as Goodfellas, but you know. N- nothing can be as good as Goodfellas. At least in terms of, like, yeah, well, we'll get into a whole thing. Well, but. they could have just, you know, given, like, a. Like, you know, we Because didn't they give it to Dances with Wolves? Yeah. It, God. You know what would have been funny, though? Hmm. If at the end of The Irishman, suddenly Ray Liotta comes in there. He's like, hey. What I miss. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ray uh, Liotta just shows up. <laughs> all my life, I wanted to be a gangster with Robert De Niro. Anyway. So, I don't know. It, it's, I feel like 
the Irishman is the safe pick. Mm-hmm. I feel like if they completely wanted to go out of left field and just pick one that nobody's expecting, I would say Little Women or Marriage Story. But <laughs> or I think Parasite. I was going to say Parasite has a chance. But I, we, so I, my I, pick, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But I think it's going to come down to either that or The Irishman. Okay, I can I can live with that. I really could. I mean, I know obviously I, I like Jojo Rabbit and I want Joker to win, but if it came down to Irishman and Once Upon a Time, I mean, this is a category. Like I said, another one. Even if it was mm-hmm. Ford v Ferrari, I mean, I would not be mad. Oh no, I, I wouldn't be mad if any of these won Best yeah, Picture. Yeah, God no, me neither. Me no. neither. Um, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, there's yeah. not really one I'd be really mad about winning Best Picture, so. Maybe Ford v. Ferrari. No, I'm kidding. No. No, Little Women, obviously. Duh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was actually thinking about making a joke about that, but no. Uh, well, I was going to say the wait, person wait, who... Wait, making a joke? You mean making that movie? Uh, no, the, um, oh, gotcha. The, the joke I was going to make is that Amy Pascal direct, or produced it, yeah. and she's the one who gave us Ghostbusters 2016. I'm like, never give oh, that, that woman an Oscar. No. Never. This is why women don't get Oscars, Dan. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I remember, um, what's her name? The woman who directed Little Women, I think, Greta Gerwig? Or, yeah. yeah. Uh, she got snubbed for a nomination for Best Director. That's just what I've heard. For Little did Women. She, did she really? I don't know. I mean... I, so I guess we can have a little quick I mean, discussion about diversity in Hollywood. and, and You cannot implement diversity based on your skin color or gender... Or or any kind of affirmative action like that with an industry that relies heavily on talent. Like obviously everything needs talent. You have to be good at something. But acting is an industry that you cannot be so so at. You will never make it. No. Yeah, I agree. So when Brad Pitt and all these other idiots, not Brad Pitt, when um, what's his name, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, or production company, we're gonna hire more minorities and people of color. Great, if they're good. Yeah, like no. the guy, like the guy from Get Out, um, that Jordan Peele has. I forget his name. He was in Queen and Slim. Get Out. Yeah, Daniel Kaluuya, I think his name is. Yeah, and he was in um, um, that Black Mirror show. Yeah. I had no idea that man was British. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, so that is the kind of person that I would be like, yeah, I want this. I would get this man hired. Yeah, he is fantastic. He, he was deserving of his Oscar nomination. He, he really was. But I'm not just gonna. I don't want you just to pluck some transgender black woman off the street and be like yeah she wanted to do it so we gave her the role like that's basically what they're saying they're going to do and it's like stop doing it twitter is not you know well and the thing is people complain life. about the oscars being so, so oh my so god Oscar, i saw, so white I or saw that on the cnn but here's, here's and the thing those two cucked out cnn anchors need to be fired well here's here's my what i'm trying Honest to say to god didn't they do something that now more there's more diversity in the oscar um ballot deciding people they they did and, and then they still got mad that oh a bunch of white people got not who the fuck cares seriously i have never in my 23 years on earth given a single shit what someone's skin color is i don't understand why everyone's making it about this i feel like it's all from the west coast yeah I really it is, do. Because normal like, people you, you don't, don't care. You don't hear this. We'll, we'll see a movie. I don't care who's in the movie as long as it's good. Yeah, you like, know? and if I have my problem with it, I won't see it. That's just it. You know, I mean, like, there's plenty of movies that I've seen that are shit that uh, that have predominantly white casts, like yeah. disaster movie, epic movie. Uh, yeah, it's just like, I never have given a shit, but like these people are telling me to give a shit. 
You and should, I don't so, know why. Like, I have never don't understood force, it. Don't force people of color into roles. Make roles that are more... Like the new James... Or, or just make the opportunity available, you know? Like, it's, the, like the new James Bond movie where it's like, oh, Bond's going to be in it, but his number's going to be replaced by a black woman. And it's like, why... Like, and that's the thing, too. It's like, I well, like... It's like, movies. you need to have a reason for doing like, it. Like, I like female spy movies like Atomic Blonde. Mm-hmm. But, realistically, no. That woman, that very skinny woman, is not going to be throwing grown 200-pound muscular men around a room and cutting their throats with a dish. Not happening. Are you talking about the new uh, 007 oh, woman? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no. Like, if you shoot a gun, so, okay. But, no, that, that woman is not going to be tossing grown men around the room like they're ragdolls. Well, and one thing that bugged me was last year people got pissed that Green Book... Um, one best he, picture or whatever. Yeah, because it, like, it was because it's like, oh, it's about racism, and I'm like, it's about two people. Well, my thing is, aren't you the people who voted for it? So, so yeah, and that's it's like, you t- don't fucking go on Twitter and expect responses of a bunch of stupid left wing commies. I'm left wing, but I'm not a goddamn commie, okay? Like I will vote Democrat, to... but I'm not. I don't understand why people are like, well, Twitter said, well, Twitter, Twitter, who cares? No. That is not real life. Our point that, is that we're internet. trying to make is that... Stop it. It's a field based on talent. quality and talent. Do not it should tr- not be a quantity issue. It should be a quality issue. Do not go for something just because it has black people in it. Well, Do and it like because the thing it's is, good. If, if there was a year where there was only black nominees, I'd be fine with it as there, long as it was there. There was. You know? Remember? Black Klansman, Black Panther, Black... They yeah, had eighty yeah. percent. I think it was like eighty percent of the Oscars. No one cared. No one. No one was like Oscars. Well, and the people no. don't care too. That no, like no, when, no, when people thing, of that, color win awards in the lesser categories. That's that's the thing that I don't like either. Is if you give them to all minorities, whether it be Hispanic, Black, whatever, no one cares. You don't hear any hashtags, nothing. But this year, they happen to be you know Caucasian, um, you know, whatever, Irish, Italian, White, whatever you want to call it. Oh, suddenly it's oh, Oscars are so white this year. My. Are you fucking kidding me? No. There's, there's a. Stop being racist. Know. It is annoying, and this is what's going to happen to Hollywood. All the movies are just going to be terrible, and no one's going to want to watch them. This is why Hollywood's failing, and they don't understand it. Ricky Gervais was right. You have no standing on which to lecture the real people when your entire life is based off of what a bunch of idiots say on Twitter to you. Yeah. It's like Team America when they're like. As actors, it's our job to read the newspapers and then go on TV and read and say what we read in the newspapers like it's our own opinion. Yeah, honest to God, that is it. I'm tired of it. Like, I love movies. I love TV shows. I just, I'm getting tired of the American Well, and it's like, I think people just care about the acting stuff, too, because like I said, three, I think the majority of the best director winners of the past five years have been Hispanic. So is that not diverse for you? And for me, uh, like... Me personally, and I feel like they all warranted it. They really did. And me personally, yeah. I want to be an actor, and I swear to Christ, if 10 years down the road, I can't get any work because of my skin color, I'm going to be some pissed. Because that's how it should be. Well, you know what I mean? It, it shouldn't... Yeah, it shouldn't be. That was what, you, uh, what I'm trying like, to say is you know, it should be like, based on your your talent acting ability, not your it's, skin it's color. It's like, I understand like where if you're doing a movie based in like... Uh, if you were say doing like The Witcher for example mm-hmm. like for me it was confusing seeing the TV show seeing all various races because it takes it's Polish mythology it's based off of Polish mythology but I mean I, I guess if you want to throw it in because it's magic and all that kind of stuff 
So that, to me, was weird. But, like, a show like Last Kingdom, like I've been watching on Netflix, it's based in medieval England. Of course, it's, it's all white people. And yeah. which is So it's like, if you if we're doing something, uh, like a period piece, and well, you're you, saying that you have to be this race to be that, okay. Well, it's then, like, it's look, at, look at Dolomite is My Name. It was a black exploitation film. Yeah. And it's primarily black people in it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's a fantastic movie. Yeah, I love Eddie that movie. Murphy is a great guy. It's I my love second him. favorite movie of the year. Yeah. So... We're just we're, the main point we're trying to say is stop putting politics into a, a into stop a, ruining movies for your stupid little feelings about someone's skin color because it's creepy and it's annoying because you are ruining our movies and people's future career paths. Stop it, you fucking racist. Yeah, just make it all about quality and acting ability, not skin color. If you Seriously. Want, you know, if there's a role that doesn't really require a certain skin color, sure, pick whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, there you know? are there are things that do that. It's not racism. And we should be giving the opportunity to everybody, not just white people, not just, you know, people of not color. Just, not, just, not just Hispanics, not just Asians, not just blacks. Yeah. You should, Everyone gets an opportunity. If it is a movie where you're like, I just well, it's I like if, somebody good. Yeah, if you're going to do a movie about... Like World War Two, for example. World War Two, and it's set in Nazi Germany. You're gonna have primarily white people. Yeah, and if you're doing it, ba- like the uh, the all African American artillery battalion that during uh, the, the Tuskegee Air Watch, the Tuskegee Air no, 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 no. The, this was an artillery battalion in Bastogne that mm-hmm. helped hold off the Germans. If you're doing that, you're gonna see a lot more black people in it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. It just or if you're doing a movie about you are trying to tell. If you're doing a movie about the civil rights movement, there's gonna be a lot of black people. Yeah, like Selma. But that if was you're a fantastic doing movie. If you're doing a movie like Silence, which takes place in like 15th century Japan, there's gonna be a lot of Asian people. Yeah, and then if if you're throwing in the the Christian aspect, the missionaries, you're gonna see some you know white people. It's like you have to understand these are stories. All you know, right, you, you have to. And then like when they change races for comic book characters, it's like no, in the comics, it's oh, established that a character is black or a character is white. I know, it, and that's the thing I hate too. Is that like. They think create that, a new character. Or yeah, like Stan Lee wanted. They all were trying to shit on his name when he passed away because he's like, I want Spider Man to just stay a white teenager. So, but then yeah, they created Miles Morales as his own a good character okay. in his own right. Yeah, you know? honestly, got into the Spider Verse is great. He's a, he's a Spider Man, one of the multiple Spider Mans from the multiverse. Yeah. So yeah, literally, you could have done that, and they did, and it was fantastic. Yeah, that was probably my favorite animated movie that year. But uh, yeah, I'm not so sure about that. But anyway, my favorite. I had to think about that for a second. It, it, it was it was good. But no, so that that's our whole thing. It it should be based on quality, and everyone should be given op- given an opportunity. But sometimes people you have to understand it's not because that where there are and plus Hollywood. You think Hollywood's full of racists? Are you fucking kidding me? Those people? No, you you're just upset for some reason because you're. Either extremely well, it's like this. If you, you know, if it, is what who's going to draw in a bigger audience? Uh, I'm trying to think. Is uh, is, is, is Martin Scorsese going to draw in a giant audience, or is Jordan Peele? Because yeah. th- those are two. Oh, probably nowadays it's probably more Jordan Peele. But what, yeah, uh, yeah, but, uh, but, so but who, who's going to who's going to draw in a better audience? Leonardo DiCaprio or or um, Daniel Kaluuya from from Get Out? Leo. Yeah, Leo is everyone loves Leo. Yeah. It's not. It's like you have to. That's the thing about Hollywood. If you build your name, it's what gives it more weight. Yeah. Because even Tom Cruise, the man's been in movies since like the like, 80s when Eyes Wide Shut, mm-hmm. he has been in there 40 well, years. He's drawing money in. Well, and then the same thing. It's like, who you're going to rather see a movie with? Denzel Washington or Jay Baruchel? I'd rather see Denzel. Yeah. I know Denzel. 
It, and that's if you know the name, it's like Denzel. Hell yeah, I don't care what he's it made is. quality work. Yeah, yeah. like Roman J. Esquire. I don't care what people say. It was a great mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, I liked it. So but, it's just one of those things where I think people the it, the average movie goer does not give a shit. No, they because movies are already ten dollars a piece most of the time. Popcorn's like fifty. You're basically spending a small fortune just to take somebody or go see a movie. It's like the whole Charlie's Angels thing. It's like, well, the movie looked like shit, so I didn't want to see it, and yet it came out. And oh no, it's it's a bunch of, of sexist of women, it's men. Women, yeah. It's like no, it was a shit movie. I had no like, interest in seeing. That's why I hate the West Coast politics so much. It's like everything I hear that is stupid or crazy is from there. Mm-hmm. It's it's LA. Oh, I don't have a Twitter. It, I don't it, have a Twitter. I don't, I don't care. either. But like, honest to God, when I go on YouTube and I see people complaining, like these guys make reactions to it, it is literally all from Twitter. They even say like, "Hey, fuck Twitter," and I'm like, "Yeah," because what it it, it is literally a small echo chamber of idiots. Yep. That a bunch of oh, it's not a small echo chamber. Oh well, you know what I mean. Like you know, I mean the president like, of the United States tweets well, all the time like well, an idiot. Well, listen, I don't mean like. Like a tiny echo chamber of just like a few people. It's like I know there's millions of people, but for an obvious political leaning, mm-hmm. it's a small echo chamber for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you. It have should people. not have that much influence on the world. It shouldn't because literally anything. I know I say literally a lot. I mean, because this one, I'm driving this point home because really this is what's going on. People will look at Twitter and think it's like gospel. Mm-hmm. They mention it in everything. Like it could be a review of a movie. Well, Twitter saying that. Or some like an actor does something bad. Twitter was in an outrage. Who cares? Who cares what a bunch of fat losers say on Twitter? I don't care. I really do not care what some moron with a blue check mark has to say. You're a bunch of idiots. You shouldn't be anywhere near, you know, movies. Because you suck. Your opinions suck. Your articles suck. You should have been fired from journalism. BuzzFeed should fire you too. Fuck BuzzFeed and Yang Gang 2020. So yeah, exactly. Know, Seriously, the the market should be eliminating these people, but it's not, and it's really irking me. Yeah, no. Let's <laughs> well, let's end it on that note. Yeah, you know? let's end it on thank that you note. guys for listening to us. Uh, you know, this is this has been a fun episode. I'm glad we're doing this again because yeah, you know this I been, it's been great. It's you been know, uncensored. Like I said, it was a uh, rough couple of weeks. You know, at yeah. my job and and not being able to do this so much. Uh, but, you know, uh, things happen for a reason. I'm, uh, I'm changing career paths, and, you know, I'm going to have more time. And hopefully this year I'll be able to see more movies. Yeah, there's some movies. That are supposed uh, to be coming well, out. I guess real quick, what are, you, what are you looking forward to most this year? Looking forward to most... Just off the top of your head, don't even think about it. I want to see the new 007 movie because I want to see what they do with it. I don't know if I'm going to like it, but I really like Daniel Craig, and I like James Bond movies. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I guess that is what I'm looking for. I really want to see the Pixar movies Onward and Soul. Yeah. Never heard of it. Eh, just look at the trailers, but anything Pixar, usually it looks pretty good. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, we're going to keep doing this. Yes. So, thanks for listening. Take and, care. And I'm Alec. Fuck Twitter. Yeah. I'm uh, Dan. Don't go on Twitter. Bye.